You knew you shouldn't have come here. You never believed in ghosts, but now, facing this creature, all the stories come flooding back to you. It is dressed in a British Revolutionary War uniform, tattered with blood. You shake with fear as he gets closer. As he steps out of the shadows, you see his awful face. It has no features, not even hair or eyes. You try to run, to at least yell for help, but you are paralyzed with fright. As he reaches out to touch you, his hands pass through your flesh. You emit that cry at last, but despite what you wanted, it is an impossibly high, blood-curdling shriek. The last thing you hear before you black out. Uh, welcome to TOIS Talks. I'm Simmons, your narrator for this episode. Today we'll explore the anomalies within the Mud Island Fort, also known as Fort Mifflin. Built by the British during the Revolutionary War in 1771, it was later captured by the Americans in autumn 1777 in a bloody battle. The Americans rebuilt the old fort in 1794, and again in the War of 1812. It was not called Fort Mifflin until 1795, in which it was named after Thomas Mifflin. It was a large and important pawn in many wars, but even that it is no longer a battlefield, it continues to gather bodies as the ghosts of the past continue to make themselves known. One ghost seen here is known as the Faceless Man. People believe this to be the war criminal William Howe, who was held in a cell during the revolution. He killed a superior after deserting his post when two men under his control died because D Howe had no doctors or surgeons in his troop to treat them. He was imprisoned at Fort Mifflin, where he was hanged for his treason. The outline of the ghost is seen clearly, except for his face, which always appears in shadows. He did not desert his post. No surgeons or doctors were available. Those two men were fated to die. General Howe had nothing to do with it. Yet still, the great farmer-soldier William Howe was labeled a deserter and was going to be hanged. On the fateful day, the provost marshal came to arrest him, but Howe would not go down. He grabbed his musket and fired. The foolish marshal was dead, yet he still failed to escape. A black bag tied over his head, the symbol of a deserter. He was put on a gallow a noose around his neck, and then he was dropped, his neck snapping with a chilling crack. But his soul lived on, and his spirit still lingers to this day.
This is a demonic place you would never want to be near. The place is filled with dead, and many have been spotted ghosts and other spirits moving around, aimlessly around Fort Mifflin. Thank you to EducatedToday.com, SeeksGhosts.com, ExecutedToday.org, and Wikipedia.org for helping with information. A big thanks to Ben Franklin for sound effects, and to Keisha for recording, as well as you for following this podcast, either on Anchor or Spotify. And for following us today, we'll give you a bonus. There was once a young woman. She had an ugly face, to put it blankly, bluntly. However, she met one day a man you could consider handsome, I guess. She always she loved him, and they fell in love and had a child. But she, but she never fully trusted his loyalty to her, even though he did, in fact, truly love her. One day she came home, and he was talking with a woman that she did not know. As it turned out, it was only a life insurance manager because of the man's poor heart. However, later that day, he was murdered. He was, according to the police, he was thrown in a washing machine and slowly suffocated. The woman was sad and heartbroken. There... They're two kids. What would you do with? What would she do with them? Fast forward a couple of years, her kids have finally been matured enough. One is eight, and one is ten. The the older one, the daughter, however, was found only about a on her birthday. She was murdered. Her body burnt cinders. And only was one left, the eight-year-old son. He was murdered two years after that, when he was ten, by being stomped on with a boot, with a very, very heavy boot. As it would have proven later, the woman killed them all for life insurance. She did not trust her husband, and the money they got, she got drove her crazy with greed. As she took the money, she became sadder and sadder and eventually turned herself in as a murderer. She still lingers, as to this day, as a ghost, in a, dropping in at insane asylums every now and again, though it varies which one she stops by at. If you see her, and you're a child, you might just get killed, for she still is hungry for the money of her son. That's all for today. If you enjoyed this podcast, check out some of our other podcasts on TOIS Talks, Most Haunted Places in America. Goodbye. See you next time.